for Business, a podcast reading of the daily record of Albert Hunter. I still say hunt sometimes. Typically I catch it. I don't think it's made it through the cutting floor with the exception of episode one. Y'all don't care about that. here I've got this little intro thing that I wanted to read um I'll keep it short thank you for listening it really means a lot it's really cool when I see plays on the tracking service um it makes me feel like I'm, you know there's there's a, a purpose to me doing this um maybe you're wondering what is this show maybe this is your first episode well, this is a show where I read the journals of some dead guy named Albert Hunter who lived in turn-of-the-century Vermont. He was a assistant lighthouse keeper and hired hand in Colchester uh, on Lake Champlain um, where there is rumored to be a sea monster called Champy. Haven't heard about him, but uh, yeah. Well, that's the show. I want to hear from you guys. Um, like I said, there's a Facebook page. Some of you guys have been commenting stuff. It's great. I appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I want to hear about you. So tell me about you. <sighs> yeah, and uh, tell me... I don't know. Tell me what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear. Um, if you got any suggestions or anything like that I am more than open to them uh, if you want to find us on Facebook the Facebook page I believe is facebook.com forward slash cutwood for business um, or you can just go into the search bar and search cutwood for business hyphen podcast um, it'll take you where you want to go Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's about all I got for this before the episode. Like I said, thanks for listening. Welcome back. Or welcome for the first time if it's your first time listening. Um, hope you come back. Let's do this thing. In this episode, somebody dies. Chet and Albert go hunting, but don't shoot anything. And Albert goes back to the lighthouse. April 1899. Sunday, April 2nd. Pleasant all day. Mr. Dutton died yesterday at 2 p.m. Funeral tomorrow, Monday, at 10 a.m. Chet and Goodspeed went to Colchester this p.m. to carry up the box to enclose the casket. Bert and Cap were here this p.m. Chet and Cap were pretty tired last night and today. I have done all the chores. I'm feeling much better today. Yesterday we sent four pigs, shoats, over to Porter's. Monday the 3rd, snow in morning, two inches fell last night. Cap and Chet were sick and didn't work and I had all chores to do. Herb Dutton buried, 10 a.m. Barstow and I washed the cistern. 
Tuesday the 4th, a lovely day. Cap, a little better, and chat worse. The girls and I fill the cistern. A good job. Had all the chores to do. <sighs> oh, sorry, that's what's up. Um... Uh, had all the chores to do. Feel pretty tired tonight, but are glad to know the cistern has been filled at last. Man, big cap. Just skips right up to April 17th. Monday the 17th. A very pleasant day. Moved the shed nearly into place. And it is a very rotten old affair. And it is a wonder it held together as well as it did. School commenced today, and Chet, Bertha, Francis, and Lottie all went. Cass drew manure this p.m. with the new horse Cap brought me from Milton last Friday. Yesterday, Sunday, Chet and I took guns and went over to West Point. We shot at nothing, but we saw lots of game. Red squirrels, two woodchucks that we knew were woodchucks, and one that might have been a wild cat. I'm gonna Google this real quick. Cause I don't, how do you confuse a woodchuck for a wild cat? So I did some Googling, um, found some pictures of some groundhogs, uh, woodchucks, groundhogs are the same thing. Fun fact, they're also known as whistle pigs. So it's a fun little name there, whistle pig. Um, so yeah, I pulled up a picture of a woodchuck and then did a quick little Google search of wild cats that are native to Vermont and I found the eastern bobcat. Um, there's some other ones, you know, I mean, you got, you know, your bobcats, lynxes, cougars, that kind of thing. These guys are a hell of a lot bigger than a groundhog is. I don't, I don't know how you confuse a bobcat for a woodchuck. I just don't. Anyways. I'll put uh, put some links of uh, pictures up in the description so you can check it out for yourself if you want. Alright, let's just jump back in here. Um, we shot at nothing, but we saw lots of game. Red squirrels, two woodchucks that we knew were woodchucks, and one that might have been a wildcat, and ducks and geese by the hundreds. We went into Barrow's old cottage, made a fire, and cooked some coffee, and had a small-sized picnic. 
and got home around 4 o'clock, just in season to do chores. Had a pleasant day of it, but it felt rather tired, and hoped to get to bed early. But Bernheins and his mother came down, and of course, there were a powwow, and as I did not get to sleep as soon as I had hoped to. Tuesday the 18th, another pleasant day. Bertha was sick and didn't go to school. The rest did. Cap and I worked on the old shed. Cass drew manure and plowed some. Drew, drew the dock out of the water. Bert and his mother and Clara Thayer were here this evening. Chet and I put the bushwhackers outdoors and cleaned the crowd at 10. And glad they are gone. Wednesday, the 19th. Still another pleasant, warm day. Cap and Cass at Heinz all day song wood. Now home yet at 7.30 p.m. The rest all went to school. I cleaned up some around the shed and painted outside of the scow. Jim Sumner shot seven nice pickerel. The last two at one shot. The string was good for 10 pounds all right. Helped Barstow put 100 pounds of hams into his smokehouse. The ice started at noon, and this evening the bay this side of the head is all clear. Steamboat made first trip, and Juniper Light was up the first time tonight. Thursday the 20th. Cloudy, and looks like rain at times all day. I shingled one side of Ice House with old boards and threw in a lot of sawdust. The ice has melted a lot, and I think one-fifth of it has wasted already. Cap and Cass sawed wood at Heinz and finished and brought power home. All day, all hands started for Lighthouse after supper, and Cap and Chet have just got back, 8.45, leaving Cass. First light tonight. Farnham here this evening brought home the blacksmith of Vey. Liked it very much. Coon came over to buy Chet's pig. Friday the 21st. Looked like rain, but didn't rain. Cap and I drew three loads of hay from Porter's barn on the point. 800 cubic feet for two tons. Mrs. Button's birthday. Myrtle made her first cake, and it was more than nice. In evening, Belle Goodspeed and Elma and Bert were here, and we had quite a celebration. I gave Mrs. B a present of a shawl. Saturday the 22nd. Fair mostly, but shower in p.m. Cap and I went to West Point in Laws Island, drew sawdust and bags from Hill where Chet got stalled last winter, and filled two iced housed for Stone and Watkins. Got home to do chores at 6.20 p.m. Chet and Myrtle started for Milton this p.m. Joe Gates shot a pickerel that measured 39 inches long. Are you are you allowed to shoot fish? Like, is that a thing? Uh, I mean, they probably didn't have the same uh, caliper of the uh, fish and wildlife back then. So uh, I'm guessing they get away with it. 39 inches, though. That's a big old, a big old pickerel. <sighs> Sunday, the 23rd. 
warm and pleasant. Chet came home from Milton at 11.30 a.m., and after dinner, he and Cap and I fixed pins and scow, and put her in water and started for Mud Cove. Cap got out there and went to Point on foot and took boat for Lighthouse. He got home around 9 p.m. Chet and I hunted fish and woodchucks. There they are, shooting fish again. He shot one, and I left him at the edge of swamp, and I pulled boat home. He shot a pickerel. He shot at a pickerel, but missed him. Cap wants me to go to station tomorrow for a short time. I don't want to go, but I will. Monday, April 24th, 1899, at Colchester Reef lighthouse 8 p.m. after doing chores and eating breakfast I started in my boat at 6:20 and reached here at 8 a.m. there was no wind and has been none all day I saw a pickerel about 15 inches long about four inches below the surface of water with a lamprey eel hanging on him I struck him with an oar before I remembered that I had a gun and could have shot him and of course I saw no more of them about a dozen loons were within a mile of here, and all laughing like fun, because I had got back here, I suppose. I shot at on, I guess it means one, so we'll go with that. I shot at one at 6 p.m., but of course I missed. They have been around all day. Lots of floodwood floating, and I pulled in a question mark. And several nice pieces of boards. Cass was here and feeling well and had captured an engine barrel and a 20 feet pile, 20 foot pile. He took the pile and other lumber home with him. I expected to find everything ready for me to go painting, but I found no brush fit to use and no turp to thin paint, so I haven't painted any. The stove was chock full of ashes, and I had a job to clean it out. I brought over some onions, turnips, cabbage, gram for half dozen eggs, sweet and sour milk. Oof, that sounds gross. Sweet and sour milk. Sweet and sour milk, and with what was already here, I think I can stand a siege for a week or ten days comfortably well. Finished reading... Silas Marner by George Eliot, and we'll finish Edry's Legacy next. This has been a lovely day, but awful lonesome somehow. Weather report. Very light breeze, northwest. Sprung up for 7 p.m. for a few minutes only. Clear and cool, full moon. Tuesday, the 25th. 7 a.m. Clear and pleasant, no wind. 8.30 Clouded all over. Hazy. Light south wind. 5.30 p.m. Tug. J.G. Weatherby. With seven toes passed on west side going south to Burlington. Sun shining for a little while now. 10 p.m. Wind shifted to north. Light. Foggy also. The day is passed without special event. Haven't felt first rate but took down curtains in one chamber and commenced a general cleaning up of the sitting room downstairs. Washing the woodwork and mopping floor and see. Baked a loaf of some kind of bread. I don't know what it was, but I guess it was eatable. 
Loons have been shy today. Finished reading Edric's Legacy by Mrs. Georgie Sheldon. Found it quite interesting. Weather report. Damp, cloudy. Wind, light south. Shifted to north in evening. And foggy. Wednesday the 26th. Clear and warm. Finished cleaning sitting room and commenced on one of the chambers. Fell through the tower's scuttle hole and hurt my arm. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing, Albert. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I fell through the tower's scuttle hole and hurt my arm and back this morning, so I haven't felt like working very hard. I, neither would I. I don't blame you. At noon, I sighted what at first looked like a stalk of corn coming this way off Sugarbush, but it soon came near enough for me to see that it was a fine launch. This was a fine launch. It rounded the west point and ran around to South Beach and anchored off Porter's Hotel for about 20 minutes and then headed for Burlington. At 5 p.m. it come back. Towing one or two piles, I think I left them at Laws Island at increased speed. At 2, Master went north this p.m. around Laws Island and thence to east. This a.m., quite a number of loons were around here, and three or four times I got my gun ready, expecting a chance to shoot, but none offered. Quite a flock of gulls have been around several times. Once they settled on several pieces of floating boards a little way from here and had a great sail. I saw one or two, I saw two or three loons fly today so that I share hereafter Noah Loon when nine I saw him in the air as well as in the water. So that I share hereafter Noah Loon when nine saw him in the air as well as in the water. I don't... That doesn't make a damn bit of sense. Does he, like, have a stroke while he's writing this shit? I also saw one start and fly along through and on the water a quarter of a mile, and he made a great splashing. He was quite neat when he started. One of them iron ladders moves with the wind and the waves and croaks and groans quite often. My big clock won't run, but the little alarm and the cottage clock both keep in motion, but not very steadily. However, my watch and the whistles regulates them so that I get along very nicely. Weather report. Clear, very light north and northeast wind. Thursday the 27th. Another pleasant day. Loons by the dozen and goals by the hundred flying and screaming all day. Nothing special today. Finished cleaning and mopping chamber. Cass came this evening with potatoes, beans, pork, butter, lard, milk, turpentine, and fish, perch. It was dark when he got home nearly, and I had given up on all hopes of seeing anyone tonight. I was more than glad to see him, for somehow I felt unusually lonesome for the time, for I was sick Monday night, and most of all day. Tuesday and Wednesday, I fell and hurt my arm, side, and back. Weather. Very clear. Wind light. North and northwest.
Last entry of the month, Friday the 28th, 9.30 p.m. Pleasant, but breezy all day. Cass stayed with me last night. Quite a fresh south wind when he left around 5.30 this morning. Painted inside of tower. Quite a job. Supper at 9. Pork and tater and fried egg and graham jams. Cass brought me a nice string of perch. Had some for breakfast. We'll have some again in the morning. He says Cap will be over here to stay Sunday, so I am hoping to get away tomorrow p.m. sometime if not too windy. The perch are already coming into the bay now, and I want to be there more than ever. Confound the luck. Alright, that is... Um... Well, shit, that's, um... April 1899. Next week will be May 1899, which uh, will be cool because it'll be the first time since I started this thing, really, that, um... You know, we'll have a have an episode of the month in the month that it's released in. That doesn't sound intelligent, but I think y'all know what I mean. It'll be the first time that I'll be, say for example, releasing a month of a journal written in the month of May. In the month of May. Yeah, anyways. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Please find us. Like us on Facebook. Leave us a comment. Um, you know, I mean, if nothing else, do it for yourself. Because um, uh, I'm trying to post up cool stuff. If nothing else, I'll tell you when I post episodes. Uh, this this episode that I, that I just did has you know, a handful of book suggestions from, uh, from Albert himself. And, uh, so, you know, maybe I'll, uh, post up some links to those books if I can find them on, like, Amazon or something. They might not be in print anymore, which I wouldn't be surprised about, but, uh, you know, worth a shot. Anyways, so Facebook and, uh, What's the other one? Oh yeah, leave us a review. Um, helps other people find us. I don't have to like bug you to tell your friends to listen to this thing. And you don't have to, I don't know, feel guilted into telling your friends to listen to this thing. Because you don't know why you listen to it. I don't know why I make it. Um, it's just weird and boring and uh, yeah. I mean, mainly you just don't want to have to explain this to your friends. So if you leave a review, explain it there. Um, then, uh, you know, other people will be more likely to find it on their own. I would say naturally, but uh, I don't feel like the um, the iTunes podcast algorithm is very natural. Either way. Um... The intro and outro music of this episode, and pretty much every episode, is written and produced by the beat-making duo Widowmaker. Check them out on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Um, you know, just Google them. Yeah, buy their music, support them. They do a good job of doing that stuff. 
see you next week.